Time keeps on leaving and we keep on moving. When do we pass on our wisdom to the youth? My veteran story lost our discussions. Fireside chats with the bourbon or two. It's time to hear the story by military veterans. Get yourself ready. It's the Lost Arts Podcast. The Lost Arts with Andrew Cox. Hello, hello my friends and welcome back to the Lost Art Podcast. That podcast is giving a voice to our veterans. On today's episode, we're going to have a fireside chat. And we're going to discuss working together despite our differences. But before we get into that, are you enjoying the podcast? Then consider being a TLA patron. That's a Lost Arts patron. It is with donors that we are able to continue recording these podcasts and getting every veteran community's voice out to all to hear. Just go to the Lost Art website, click on the Become a Patron link, and don- any donation is appreciated. If you would like to be a guest and tell your veteran story, then email me at the Lost Art with Andrew Cox at gmail.com. All right, we're going to get into this fireside chat. I got uh, Master Sergeant Retired Aaron Davis with me today, and uh, we're going to jump into this and see see how he's doing and see what's going on. How you doing out there, Aaron? Hey, hey, doing doing good. Nice. You were just saying a second ago that you've been busy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess really nothing changes when you retire and you go straight into a civilian job. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the work <laughs> continues. That's right. Good times. I guess depending on what you have set up in in life, and uh, yeah. it seems to be going pretty well for you so far. Yeah, yeah. So I um, so we're going to talk about uh, working together despite our differences. And as I look around, like you look at uh, the country, you look at politics, you look at just uh, everyday life. It seems to be so polarized on everything. And you look at trying to get things done and people can't accomplish anything because they're fighting, they're arguing, they're doing all kinds of stupid stuff. Uh, so at the end of the day, it's not, it's not happening uh, at a lot of places. And I guess my questions are, why is it that the military can uh, work together despite all of our differences. We grew up in different places. We have different outlooks on life, viewpoints, you name it. There's so many different things, but how is it that we're able to actually work together and accomplish things uh, and not let it affect the mission? Well, I, I, I think really it starts from day one uh, in your basic training, uh, yeah. you know, depending on what service you're in. I know you know, obviously Marine Corps boot camp, they teach us from day one. It's, it's team first, right? Yeah. Uh, mission accomplishment and, and troop welfare, uh, or, or, you know, typically, uh, you get some leaders that are out there and they'll say, you know, uh, mission first, uh, uh, yeah, troops yeah. always, right? Or, yeah. or, or, or people always. That's, that's yeah, the, yeah. the saying people I was looking always, for. Yeah. People people always which okay yeah i get it you got to take care of your people so they can accomplish the mission but mm-hmm. uh 
at the same time, I, I think it's instilled in us uh, from day one is you know, we've got to accomplish the mission no matter what. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it, it, we we look to the team, everybody on the team to provide their input mm-hmm. uh, in, in uh, you know, developing that plan and, and, and accomplishing that mission. Now, granted, you're always going to have, you know, the. I guess you can call them the grunts on the ground that are executing. They don't mm-hmm. they don't always get a say in what, in what the plan is. Right. True. But uh, I think knowing your role uh, from the get go. And, and I think, you know, obviously in Marine Corps boot camp, uh, you being a former hat, obviously mm-hmm. we both went through boot camp. But yeah. you being a former hat, you, you know, you always try to instill in your in your recruits that, you know, they have a role that they must play on the team. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's um, I, I just I look at it and uh, like I, I've worked with people that probably any way that you could think that we are different uh, <laughs> uh, it's just polar opposites. But yet we overlook whatever differences there are and we just work together and we get whatever done. Uh, now that doesn't yeah. mean that we may not argue, give each other a hard time or things of that nature. Cause it, it I mean, that obviously happens, but I think right. we, uh, in general, in the military, we have, have a way of kind of overlooking a lot of that stuff and just trying to figure out, Hey, what's the best way forward? How can we, you know, make this the best that we can, uh, despite well, those differences. Yeah. And I, and I think, uh, you know, those tough conversations are, are, are a must, right? Um, yeah. And kind of the way, you know, we prepare ourselves to whether it's a exercise or an operation that we mm-hmm. are getting ready for, we, you know, in our in our planning, we kind of have those, I guess, times allotted to where mm-hmm. we can, you know, kind of work out those differences if yeah. need be. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So uh, now now that you're retired, you're out of the military, you're working on the other side. Uh, you're mm-hmm. still dealing with military and, and things of that nature, but uh, do you see a difference um, in the ability to get things done or work with other people and stuff like that? Do you see anything? And there is a huge difference in that. And again, I, you know, I've just got a small glimpse of of the civilian life, you yeah. know, only being retired. Well, I guess, I guess almost, I guess it's almost a year and a half now, but uh, you, there are people uh you know in the civilian sector that just do not understand how to communicate mm-hmm. uh, that i guess that that would be another thing in the military is is we're taught communication is key right yeah um uh, and if you don't uh deliver or i guess communicate those those differences or those disagreements or or what have you amongst the team then you're not going to be able to work through it and i think in the civilian life there there's folks and more so on the on the worker side of things not so much i i see a lot of similarities across leadership mm-hmm. uh, between military and, and civilian okay but uh, i think you know the workers are not so much i say workers i mean the ones actually pushing buttons right right yeah. um not so so much understanding or, or knowing how to communicate their, their differences i mean people quit <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. in the military, you can't just quit, right? That's right. Yeah. You're gonna keep working no matter <laughs> yeah, what. Yeah, yeah, you can try. <laughs> yeah, you but can it, try and quit, but it ain't gonna go well for you. 
Right. So, but people, people will just up and quit or those that are not good at communicating, they get left behind and, and, you know, they get, uh, you know, I guess handled or, yeah. or, uh, engaged with by the management and, yeah. and some of them are let go. I've seen yeah. several already that were just let go because they don't know how to, you know, just not able to accomplish things. Right, right. Work well with others and stuff. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange. Uh, I like that, uh, people in the military as they, they move on, they get out, uh, they have that different perspective, uh, mm-hmm. about working as a team and stuff like that. And now granted, I have not talked to a lot of civilian employees or employers, excuse me, but it seems that they all want prior military, uh, to come in or not all, but a, a good majority because of our work ethic, because of the thing, how we work and, and things of that nature. Uh, you see that fairly regular, you know? Yeah, I, I would say it's, uh, it's that, you know, work ethic, but also how, how to deal with, uh, problem, problem solvers, right? We, we are, we yeah. For the most part, majority of us are problem solvers and they look for that. And then, you know, to this, you know, to the point of this discussion, this chat is mm-hmm. we know how to deal with indifferences, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because that's what that's what we've done. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah, I, I just find it, it, it like, sometimes amusing, like it. Especially when you look at uh, politics and stuff like mm-hmm. you, I don't know, for me, as I'm looking up and, and there, I, I watch the, uh, you know, when they have their sessions and stuff, and sometimes I watch the, the argument, arguing back and forth. <laughs> right. Uh, it seems like literally they're not even trying to work together. It seems like they're oh, literally yeah. just complete opposite and they're just trying to throw stuff back and forth at each other instead of but, saying, what's the problem oh. and how do we solve it? Right. Almost like they're disagreeing just to disagree, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Uh, it's, uh, I just don't understand that. You know, it's, it, it, it's kind of shameful because you don't see it. it, it the funny thing is, is so in, obviously in the military, we have to remain apolitical, right? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously we, we see some cases where it doesn't look like that so much, but yeah. Uh, a topic for another, for another time, but (laughs) if you think, you know, to your point about the, the politicians, right. It's almost like they're disagreeing. Now you you see it in the civilian life where neighbors Mm -hmm. don't get along and this, that, and the other, but like, you know, on my street alone, it's, you know, a wide range of ethnicity, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just cultural backgrounds, uh, political alliances. But for mm-hmm. the most part, I I would say on my street alone, nobody uh doesn't get along. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we all we all get along for the most part. We say hi. We you know we're all cordial. Now again, we don't we don't hang out every night and yeah <laughs> and spend you know every waking moment with each other. But we don't have that, those arguments. And I would say the majority of America is like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm with you. I do not understand why why politicians can't represent <laughs> the way they're supposed to and represent the people, you know, yeah. uh, because most of us try to work through our problems. I would say uh, I get it. There's there's times that it doesn't happen and you, you have violence mm-hmm. erupts. But you're you're absolutely right. I see it, too. It's like it's almost like it's everybody's trying to follow politics and become more and more polarized. Yeah. 
And it, you said a second ago that the majority of the country, I don't think, is uh, uh, is like that. You know, you right. Everyone that I run into, uh, I hardly ever have any issues with anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it, as long as you treat somebody with with respect, they're going to treat you with respect. Ninety nine percent of the time, right? Right. Uh, you'll run into one here and there, but it is not very often. Right. Um, so, I, yeah, they. I think the media makes it out to be way worse than what it actually is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't disagree with that. Because um, that, that's what brings ratings nowadays, right? Yeah, yeah. Dra- that's drama, yeah. drama brings ratings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's plenty of it right now. Where, you know, you look at the news yeah. and it's like, oh, my God. I remember, uh, you know, growing up watching some of the news. And I actually remember them, like, reporting good news stories. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was the norm. Like they would do that. And then every now and again, OK, hey, something bad happened here or whatever. But, you know, they were always looking for the good and stuff. And you hardly ever see that anymore. Uh, right. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. Where are we going as a nation? You know, it's uh, again, it's ratings and money. It's it's media trying to, uh, to you know, I guess, get get higher ratings and, and more money, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, but I think I think most Americans are not buying into it. They see it. Yeah. Yeah. They may agree or disagree, whatever. But I don't think they're buying into it as much as. Yeah. Uh, it it appears on 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 social media and television and and these news channels. But yeah, true, true. But there, you know, to the point, there's definitely differences, right? And, mm-hmm. and I think we all know that. Yeah. And what for? compromise right so let's just say that me and you are politicians right we're Mm -hmm. we're doing our political crap and uh we have a disagreement between me and you we'd be able to compromise something right so there's that give and take in everything (laughs) that we do like everything in life has give and take and uh you can't walk into something saying i'm going to get everything that i want and you're getting nothing you know, it, that just it doesn't work that way. You have to walk in saying, OK, you know, what am I willing to compromise on? And right. And then you have you have that negotiation period. But at that point, you if everyone walks in just saying, hey, I'm willing to negotiate on negotiate on some things, you know. Yeah, uh, man, it, it goes so much so much smoother. Yeah. I, I it, and, and to that point, I think that's that's. You have to, there has to be a willingness to compromise, right? Yeah. Um, all, all within the realm of, of laws, right? So obviously in the military, we have orders that, mm-hmm. that, that guide us in, in what we do, right? Right. Um, and I think part of it is, um, I don't want to say we're becoming a lawless nation, but I want to say that a lot of laws are being broken mm-hmm. and overlooked or, uh, folks that are doing it are not being held accountable. And I think that's probably majority of it is folks are not held accountable. Yeah. Uh, it seem, seems like there's certain, uh, like there's a certain level, like once you hit a certain level, yeah. whether it's in politics or whether it's whatever the case is, right. Wherever you're at, once you hit a certain level, it's like, uh, yeah, the rules don't necessarily apply. Right. And, and where I wanted to take that is with the military, I believe we hold each other accountable Oh, true. Again, yeah. for the most part, there's obviously going to be some things that slip through, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, you know, that's kind of, you know, human nature, I think, in right. a way. Uh, but 
for the most part, we are held accountable, uh, first and foremost amongst each other, but by, you know, by the, the, the orders and policies that are put in place. Right. Maybe it's, uh, more along the lines of, uh, the, the rules and the regulations aren't as defined as they should be. I, I don't disagree. I don't yeah. disagree. Uh, there's a lot of interpretation, I guess you could say. Very true. Uh, with the laws, uh, yeah, for our country. Obviously there's the constitution, right? Mm-hmm. But, it, but that's the thing is some people read the constitution and they say, well, it means this. And then the others read yeah. it and they say it means the, this. And these are constitutional scholars, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. The, for the average citizen, we read it and we, we think it's, you know, black and white. And yeah. I think for the most part it is, but, uh, you know, when you, when you get lawyers involved, politicians oh, yeah, involved, yeah. The, they they interpret it differently, but <laughs> and, and it's literally who's like at that point it's who's the smartest, right? Right, who's the <laughs> right, one right. That can can convince somebody else that they're right, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's that's the biggest thing. Convince uh, for the military rules and regulations. There is no convincing, like you said. It's yeah. it's very stringent and black and white. Yeah, that that is very true. Uh, there's no skirting those issues. Right, uh, <laughs> but you know, uh. Uh, I got a message from somebody today and mm-hmm. he was talking, uh, where was it? Uh, oh, somewhere in New York, something like that. Anyway, they're talking about the uh, Teslas, right? Mm-hmm. And the electric cars. Right. And uh, how, because everything was so cold, they're not working at all. Right. Not charging, whatever. And, uh, and he tells me, he's like, you know, if you, uh, hold on, I'm going to pull it up because it's actually pretty good. Let me see here. Okay, so he says uh, the Tesla thing, right? It's mm-hmm. an example of what happens when people obsess about the bright, new, shiny gear and forget about the people. Right. Um, yeah. Said, and and then he goes into, you know, like this is kind of, uh, to a certain extent, uh, the Marine Corps or the military services in general are moving in that direction as well, right? And right. We're not looking at the basics of what the rules and the regulations and all those things say. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you can look at it that way. But I, I just thought that was funny how he put that. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I can see it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you think about, you know, since your and my time began in the military, mm-hmm. you think about the one thing that has become a major issue that is now being included in warfare cyber right oh yeah Yeah. when you and i first started our careers you know maybe the company commander had a had a computer (laughs) yeah (laughs) depending on where you were at uh that's true but like nobody was working on the computer nowadays everybody works on a computer well we have our annual training requirement you know for for information (laughs) awareness right yeah so you know that being said who who is the ones operating this stuff so yeah again you, you got to think about the people number one you know who does it affect the people mm-hmm. right so you know from start to finish it, it you got to think about the folks involved you know, oh yeah when it comes to this right until i guess until we have robots that are doing everything for us right <laughs> well supposedly now that whole ai thing right there yeah yeah, yeah. Supposedly it's it's starting to happen now that I know now as far as the robots, I'm not so sure. I don't know about that. But uh <laughs> now the, the your computer, your phone, different things like that, the devices, 
you can just tell it like, hey, I want to, I want you to write a, a letter based on, and then you tell it like four or five oh, things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it comes up with a, with a whole deal, right? And that's what my yeah. wife did on my book when she, uh, when she, <laughs> when we were coming up with a description of the book or whatever. And uh, literally, she just said, hey, I, I wanted to say these things. And yeah. uh, it, it pulled up a great, like, uh, thing. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen it, but I'll read some of it. It says, uh, in a world where digital technology has taken over, the art of storytelling is quickly being lost. But there is one place where the tradition of storytelling still thrives in the fishing community. So that's yeah. just one paragraph or, or a couple, one sentence out of it, right? But that's how smart AI is, man. And I, I was like, dang, well, how yeah. is that good? Yeah, I mean, well, it, yes, use it, use it to help you, uh, you, you know, write those things, mm -hmm. uh, you know, papers, whatever you got to do, right? But, yeah. but I think, uh, you know, sometimes people, lose focus on, on, uh, the fact that, you know, a, a human has to be in charge of that. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you just let it go and let it do its own thing. Right. It turns into the private without, without any leadership. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just turn them loose and, and next thing you know, you're getting phone calls from civilian authorities or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 So there kind of has to be some, you know, I guess a guiding light, if you will. Yeah. Uh, there has to be somebody there. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, then we're going to turn into, I mean, if we don't do that, then you got uh, a bunch of, uh, oh man, Arnold Schwarzenegger, what movie was that? Uh, where he's a robot or whatever comes back. You're just going to have a bunch of those guys. Term running Terminator, around. yeah. Terminator, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to yeah. have a bunch of Terminators running around, you know? Right, right. So we don't need none of that. Again, and like I said, if they don't, if the machine or robot or technology doesn't know what it needs to do, then, yeah. then it, it can't do it. But if you yeah, tell it what to do, it can do it pretty well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it can. Uh, like I said, way better than I could do it. So I, uh, I was uh, the other day. I did a uh, um, safety brief. That was the the title last last Friday. Right. And uh, so we talked about the safety brief, but I, I talked about suicide uh, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I went down the VA website. Have you gone on that to look at it? I have to be honest with you and say, no, I haven't. <laughs> it is I've, actually pretty damn good, man. I've, I've read, uh, you, you kind of get into this, this mode of kind of reading things that pertain specifically to you and you, yeah. you kind of lose track of, of everything, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah it, it was a great website. So I, I just kind of okay. went down it and it was talking about suicide and stuff like that. So I, mm -hmm. I just walked through it and, uh, I mean that the VA has really come a long way when it comes to stuff like that. So I was very impressed. Yeah, and and I would say that that um you know, technology has has helped that in that yeah. way. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The other I would say you know, since we're on differences, the other thing I would say is that that's another place that uh I, I guess differences need to be set aside when it, when you're dealing with uh, the technology in order to uh, accomplish the mission, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hmm. Gotta love it, man. So, uh, I really didn't have anything else on differences. Do you have anything else on that? No, I mean, I would, I would say that, uh, you know, I think it, it, it's important that we know 
uh, each other's differences and in, in where, you know, you have to know the team, right? I, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. been watching a lot of sports lately. My mm-hmm. wife hasn't liked it, but a lot of sports lately, especially Arkansas sports. Uh, and, and the one example I'll give you is, is our, is the Arkansas basketball team right now. Yeah. A lot of talent on that team. Mm-hmm. However, you know, there's, there's some obvious visual differences amongst the players on the team. Yeah. Because they cannot put it together. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> they, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, it's Arkansas. It, I get it. But sports is one of those places that I think a lot of people can relate and they can look at a team. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't win the game if you're not a team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very true. You're going to you're going to have some good players here and there, some star players here and there that, yeah. that perform well. But if uh, if that if that is the only player that is performing well and the other team is performing well as a team. Yeah, I'd say nine times out of ten you're going to lose, right? Yeah, yeah, very true. Um, uh, I mean, look at uh, all the all the great uh, football, basketball coaches, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, the what 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 has made them great? You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, and it's the ability to get them to play as a team. Right. Yep. That, that's and, the and key. Right. There's there's sometimes there's those stu- superstars, right, that mm-hmm. uh, can carry a team. Uh, but they can't carry the team all the time. And, right. I mean, everybody's going to have good days, bad days. Yep, absolutely. It, and, again, it goes back to me, uh, you know, in, in working with your differences is knowing your role. What is your role in that team's uh, mission, right? Yeah. Are you, are you, you know, let's keep it on sports. Are you a shooter uh, for basketball? Are you, you know, for football? Are you are you a receiver? If you're a receiver, we don't need you to go block a defensive lineman. It happens yeah. sometimes, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you see what I'm saying? We need to do, be uh, excellent at your job. Yeah. And then be a team player and willing to help out in, you know, where, where the, uh, you know, where, where some of the weaknesses are, I guess you right. could say. No, one of the uh, places that I, I can think of for that specifically is uh, you look back at uh, the Chicago Bulls, right? You mm-hmm. had uh, Michael Jordan. Right? Oh, yeah. Superstar, right? Yep. You had uh, Sky Pippen come in. He was doing superstar things. Uh, and then, uh, oh, man, what was the dude's name? Den- Dennis Rodman. So Dennis you, Rodman. So in. did you watch the, uh, I guess it was on the Dream Team the on the Netflix? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. Now he came <laughs> in and was was like, his, his sole role was to, one, make people mad. Yep. <laughs> two, rebound the ball. Yep. <laughs> you know, he had his role. And yep. he goes, okay, I'll play that role. And he did it. And, you know, that was one of the reasons that they were as successful as they were. Well, I, I remember, uh, I can't remember the details of it, uh, but one part of it was, uh, I can't even remember where they were, maybe going to the playoffs or something, but, uh, I guess Dennis Rodman, like, he was, he was out doing his thing, right? <laughs> Whether it was. Oh, yeah, he was out, uh, went to Vegas, right? Right, yeah, yeah. It had his, and, and he, I guess it was late for practice or didn't show up or something and they, and they wanted to like penalize him for it. And Jordan mm-hmm. told him, he was like, no, we need him. <laughs> we've we've got to have him to do this one thing so let him yeah. do his thing and then and then we'll uh you know and they won right yeah and he <laughs> so, came back and he was good he just needed yep. to go you know i guess let off some steam or something I don't right know. no telling what all he did but so. but to the point that's that's knowing 
your yeah. your player, whether it's your players, your teammates, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's knowing their differences and in, in kind of managing that team yeah. uh, with their differences, right? Absolutely, yeah. You know, and so. the coach, uh, was it was it Phil Jackson? That was yeah, Phil Jackson. Yep. Yeah, he did a fantastic job with it. You know, mm-hmm. and yep. and then you're managing people with egos and stuff, right? I mean, oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's rough, man. That's a, that's a tough call. I mean, even the military, you're dealing with that, right? They're, you're gonna have some people. Oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, they it's think they know it all, and you know. Yep. It. I think it, it. You know, I think it's human. Some people are worse than others, but I think it's human nature to to kind of remain humble, mm-hmm. uh, or I'm sorry, to not remain humble. Mm-hmm. Uh, those that are able to, you know, or be like, you know, excellent and top of their game at whatever it is. Right. Yeah. And that can remain humble or some, some very special people. I think yeah. average humans, once they, you know, it's like, uh, it, 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 it I guess I could, I could, uh, equivalent it to like somebody like us winning, winning the lottery. Right. If you don't have your head on the street <laughs> going into it, you win the lottery, you're going to end up, you know, blowing it all. And, and I guess there is a statistic out there that well, shows most of them do from what yeah. I like all this stuff. Right. So, you know, it's, they're not, especially if you're used to blowing your money anyways and not, not saving it and, you know, then you're just right. going to do the same thing when you get a bunch of money. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, once you, once you become top of your game or whatever it is, sports, mm-hmm. military, whatever, you, you know, it's, it's key to remain humble and, and not, yeah. uh, not let it get to you. And I think, I think that happens with a lot of people though. They, they, you know, kind of get the big head i guess you could say <laughs> yeah yeah i you know I, there, there's i'd say to, to a certain extent i i think if you make you're that successful or whatever okay yeah you can have your moment you know what i'm saying uh but you have to remember like hey oh yeah eventually yeah. i'm going you know i'm not going to be on top forever right right uh, so i think that's important yep absolutely oh so yeah I what else? I don't even know. I don't keep up with uh, current topics and uh, news. I don't really keep up with any of that. Well, it's it's an election year, so there's a lot of differences going around this year. Um, oh, yeah. that's so I, I guess I did know that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that was going to be so interesting. We, so we kind of know what happened the last go around, and I think you know for us to. Uh, fail as a nation again I, I okay yeah we made it through but we had a lot of we had a lot of deaths from covid right in the yeah. last election year you know we kind of seen the results and what happened we know we we are since then but i think i think it's important for us to learn from that mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh, and let's not let's not uh you know you know me i Obviously, we got the shot, right? But I was definitely not a fan of it, <laughs> and I waited until the last minute. You did, um, you did, yeah. But I would also say that we made some mistakes there, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, if something similar to that was to happen again, I think, you know, I would hope that we could uh, approach it in a different uh, a different way. But, yeah, most definitely. Uh, I think, I, I don't know, that was just a weird, weird situation. It was, and, and again, like I said, we're we're – we're there. We're there now, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's yeah. the end of January. I think four years ago it happened around this time mm-hmm. for, for the most part, and and we got into February. I actually remember I was uh I was actually in where was I? I was either in Kuwait or or Qatar. Okay. 
and we when we got back that's basically whenever they locked everything down it was around like mm-hmm. february 12th or something like that yeah I, I was or maybe it was march i don't remember I, I just remember it was it was uh it was basically everything was locked down when we got back so. yeah yeah i was in uh california and uh, i will say uh the best thing about covid um for me at least i i can only speak for me Mm-hmm. Best thing about COVID was uh, nobody was out driving, and so my commute was way faster. I didn't have to <laughs> deal with cars, people, you know, it, yeah. was, it was perfect. Uh, I, I, and that Southern California traffic, so, yeah. you know, not having everybody on the road, that was a fantastic thing. I, I would say there was a, there was kind of a similar uh, situation down here in Florida and Tampa. Yeah. Because it was – it was uh, I guess about an hour commute for for only 25 miles of driving. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's it gets bad down here. Uh, but uh, to your point, yeah, nobody was on the roads, mm-hmm. uh, and they opened up the the toll roads for free for a little while. So oh, no kidding, dang, yeah. Man, that's a good deal. I but, wish they um, do that now. Well. <laughs> Again, there's differences in, in thoughts on that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so some people say, hey, we need it to, you know, for revenue to, mm-hmm. to maintain the roads. Uh, well, you know, we do pay taxes. So what are we doing with that money? You know, man, that opens a whole new can of worms. Uh, absolutely. Oh, what are we doing with that money? <laughs> right, right, right. So, but yeah. Uh, and, and it's kind of hard to justify. I, I'm not saying that there are some bad there's bad roads everywhere right uh, yeah 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 but i would say if you're if you're uh well i mean you're in the virginia beach norfolk area and i would say those are not the best roads oh no not no um but there are some toll roads there and so i'm i'm kind of questioning what they're doing with that revenue <laughs> you know? well the the toll well i take that back no some of those toll roads are not great um like especially when you're coming up close to the tunnels and stuff like that Right. Uh, those are pretty, pretty shot roads. Yeah. Uh, but you, but you see how the differences in opinions could be, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure, man. Yeah. This is insane. But hey, um, unless you want to chat about something else before we get off here. Um, no, I think this is a good intro. Hopefully we can get, uh, a couple of other people, uh, on next week. Uh, yeah or or soon and and actually have 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 some differences in opinions right <laughs> yeah i know I, it was me and you agree on a lot of things so we need to we need to be able to have it polarized right so we can argue back and forth and people will listen more but to that point it's it's kind of it kind of weird how that happens when we're kind of almost from the same region of the of the of the country right <laughs> uh, yeah that's true yeah yeah i mean that might be one of the reasons that we think a lot about right yeah. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I was talking yep. to who was I talking to? Uh, uh one of my guests was from New York and uh mm-hmm. and he he was talking about the differences and, and stuff like that of right. like how he grew up in New York versus other places. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Camp Lejeune, for example, and he's like, Yeah, it's like it's huge difference. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Well, 
to, to that point, look at Camp Lejeune in, you know, in Jacksonville, North Carolina compared to Camp Pendleton in oh, yeah. San Diego, California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, I mean, that's a completely, uh, I say it's almost a completely different Marine Corps, but, uh, you know, the, the whole thing of, uh, Hollywood East Coast, versus, West Coast. Yep. Yeah. East Coast, so West Coast Marines differences. It is different, man. <laughs> it is honestly different. And, uh, yeah. I, I don't know how to 100% explain it to people when they're like, oh, well, it's a different Marine Corps. What do you mean by that? And, uh, it's just, it's, it's a little more relaxed in California. Yeah. Um, things don't happen like as quickly sometimes, like when you're uh -huh. talking about passing information and stuff like that, just because everything is so spread out. Uh, whereas on Camp Lejeune, man, everything is right there. It's all on like one or two roads, uh, mm -hmm. especially in the division, right? It's, it's all right there. And, uh, and it more so at Lejeune than anywhere else I've ever been is the Sergeant Major Mafia, man. Holy moly. <laughs> Those guys. Whew. You there's only get... so much there's only so much to do in jay vegas <laughs> oh, that's true that's true i'm telling you man you if you if you're not in on the sergeant major mafia and they don't like you man stand by because you're yeah. not getting nothing done yeah 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 that's how they work that's how they work there yeah it was a, it was a fun time and I and everything's watch. close together there too you know yeah uh pendleton it's more spread out you know oh, larger yeah. base I mean, yeah, it, it, uh, shoot, go from one side of base to the other side of base is like yeah, 29 minutes. palms you have an entire you know regiment over there yeah so. yeah yeah it's wild man all right well thanks for uh jumping on here we'll try to set it up for next week and we'll get a couple more guests on here uh okay Maybe I can get the guys that are going to come in and play at my retirement, um, get them on the podcast, and uh, we can all just uh, talk about shenanigans there. Okay. Yeah, the, there's four four guys coming into play uh, from my from 29 Palms when I my very first band. Nice. Uh, so you know. You know, at my retirement, I was I was joking about being a liberty risk, but I think we might actually be liberty risk at your retirement. I'm, I do believe that might be a true statement. Uh, we will see. All I can say is my hotel hopefully is right across the street, so I can just stumble across but the street. That makes things a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not driving anywhere. I can tell you that. All so right. I recommend to anybody else don't drive. Just uh, get a room. Yep. All right. Well, hey, man, thanks for joining me tonight. Uh, and for everybody that's out there, thanks for joining us. Hopefully you stuck through uh, as we chatted about craziness here uh, at our fireside. I didn't have the fire going this time. Um, at our not fireside chat. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, join us uh, next week whenever we do it again. Hopefully we'll have some other guys on and uh, gals maybe and, and we can have a good time talking about shenanigans again. All right, everybody, stay motivated. Change your socks.